Hi, today is January 31st, 2023. I'm Tata Ward, my good friend, a good Dr. John Westfall. How you doing, John? I'm doing good. I am back from travel and uh, appreciative of the, the mobile technology that I used over that time, just because it was, it, you know, right now we are in a quiet period of the year. Uh, our campus is closed, and so there haven't been many administrative emails, and uh, I think I had to break out my actual laptop one or two times over the last 10 <laughs> days. And so I've been very thankful for that. Yeah. 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 It's been a, it's been a, I always look forward to hearing what you have to say about your, your mobile adventures and all of that. And glad to hear that campus is quiet. That's always a good thing. I do want to note the loss of one of our pet rabbits it was 10 years old, Pepper. And so this is for Pepper. Anyway, Pepper but was a, a legendary rabbit, didn't she? Pepper adopt you? She adopted us. She appeared one yeah. day in our um, in our backyard, essentially, and uh, right outside the rabbit pen for my daughter's first rabbit. We never could find the owner, so I had her chipped and you know taken care of, and she was with us for over ten years. So legendary, little... legendary. All of yep. your uh, rabbits were were unique and legendary in their yeah. own way over the last. Yeah, her uniqueness was she was empress of the known universe, as far as we can tell. <laughs> but anyway, thank you, John, for a decade of podcasting with me, putting up with me, and being being there to podcast and everything. I know it's a you know it's a time crunch for you. I really appreciate it. It's been fun. It's been a lot of fun to to have a weekly time to talk about tech, to catch up on things, and to sort of see. Over 10 years, you know, very often as a techno technologist, whatever you want to call yourself, tech enthusiast, tech evangelist, whatever, you often think that your hindsight, uh, you know, you were uncannily accurate about things or that you, you didn't see something coming or you did see something coming. And yeah. if you record a podcast for 10 years talking about technology, you have evidence of if you did see something coming or if you didn't. Uh, and so uh, we won't go through that exhaustive list, but it is interesting to me to see things that I had a good hunch about that actually did turn out to be uh, very useful things of life, things like uh, the Apple Watch and all the things that I thought, wow, this is going to change everything. And then I, you know, it's sitting in my junk drawer over here and it has been used since we talked about it on the podcast. So I think it's fun to have that track record. I know. Uh, we we cannot lie to yourself about your track record. right we, we can't hide our bad uh, prognostications mm -hmm. but we can't crow about our good ones and i think we had a lot of good ones It'll... yeah well i don't think you and i are not very uh, big on making big sweeping statements about this will be the next big no. thing or that won't be uh we're very guarded and i think that helps us yeah <laughs> except for i i did say back in uh 2001 I don't think this iPod thing is going to do well. <laughs> so I'll own up to that one. <laughs> in your defense, if you were a technology person like you and I in 2001, you knew how to get your music or whatever you wanted to listen to on whatever device you had. And you were, uh, you were kind of confused about why anyone would want an iPod pod because it was more expensive it didn't have the same level of ability and features as what you were used to with what was uh, out there and you know you had to use special software you couldn't just drop files yeah. onto it and so uh, i can understand why 
uh, we were hesitant. Well, the price was the big one for me, but uh, I said, who's going to spend, you know, whatever it cost back then, $300 or whatever it was. And says, who's going to have to spend $300 for MP3 player? That's madness. <laughs> Little did I know. Little did I know. But, but moving on, I just want to thank our, our John and I, uh, our mutual friends who are able to join us on the podcast 23, as well as some of my, my local, my geographically local friends who and acquaintances who took the time out of their busy schedules to actually sit down with me in person. I mean, what a concept to um, record podcasts in person. I, I got to try out a bunch of uh, lavaliers and things. I just got a new a Bluetooth microphone in that I'm going to try hopefully in the next couple of weeks but uh, it was truly an audio uh, recording learning experience I mean learning how to record in the field which is you know way different from a relatively quiet you know room in your home so that was a lot of fun but but moving moving on even further so I don't know uh, tech let's talk about tech tech picks uh, that we really liked this past year and um what we're looking forward to in 2024, including some bad stuff I'm looking forward to, which we'll get to, some things that I know are going to make me unhappy that's already been announced. But John, why don't you start with your tech peak picks? I want to say peaks. I don't know why. It's maybe an accent I'm picking up. <laughs> so, uh, I had three from this year. Uh, the Apple Watch Ultra 2, I've been very happy with, uh, other than the weird issue we talked about with, uh, with WatchOS 10.1. Yeah. But uh, the battery life has been great. I charge every other day now. I used to have to charge every night uh, and sometimes twice a day. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't look too crazy big on my wrist. You know, all the old watch bands, I thought, well, gee, these might look a little weird with a bigger watch. They all look fine. Uh, and it's fast. It's a very fast uh, Apple Watch compared to, of course, I'm always probably thinking relative to first gen Apple Watch that was pretty slow. Uh, right. so I've been pretty happy with the the Ultra too, uh, but it has been not happy enough to entice you to upgrade, is it? No, and um, of course, you know there were a few days this this past week, I guess, that where you couldn't upgrade because the Apple Watch. I don't know if that was the Apple Watch Ultra Two was affected, but I know the Watch Series Nine uh, yep. could not Ultra sold for a couple of days. Yeah, so in fact, I told them my wife had an Apple Watch Five, I think. And I said, hey, you know, you've been complaining about your battery. You should go buy a new watch and you should do it like today. <laughs> They're going to stop sales in a couple of days. And so she did. She did. She picked up a watch nine. She's very happy with it. And um, from Costco, I think, in fact. And uh, that's been working out great for her as well. But no, I am not. I am tempted. But, you know, um, my watch actually, now that I've turned off the always on display on my Series 6, it lasts all day. And that's with a eighty percent adaptive charge. You know, so it's not even charged up to one hundred percent anymore. So the adaptive charge says, "Oh, eighty percent is enough for you." You know, you don't do anything much, and uh, pretty much lasts all day. My Fitbit, on the other hand, is not lasting. <laughs> that's another story. Yeah. Um, well, what's next on your list? Uh, AirPods Pro two, which I'm using ah. right now to to record this. But specifically with the iOS 17 uh, additional features, so the adaptive noise cancellation, the conversational awareness, uh, those are both really good quality of life improvements for AirPods Pro. Uh, one, you know, the, the adaptive noise cancellation, I usually keep my AirPods to transparency mode, and I go out in the mornings, I go for jogs or walks or runs, and I 
am in a downtown environment where people might see me and say hi. So it's nice that I'm in transparency mode. I can say hello back. And of course, if yeah. they start talking or I start talking to them, my podcast automatically pauses. That's the conversational awareness piece. That's pretty cool. But what I've noticed even more that's interesting is the street cleaner that is very loud and annoying. I used to have to right. swap into noise cancellation mode when I got near it so I could hear my podcast. Now I will be walking or running and going, oh, he's right next to me. And I didn't even realize it because it's ramping up the, the noise cancellation as I'm going. So I never have to reach up and touch it or anything like that. And I can still hear huh. my podcast perfectly. So it's been really, really useful since we've gotten those upgrades for the AirPods Pro 2. Yeah. Yeah. I, I still have the first gen. My wife, uh, oddly enough, bought two <laughs> Air, AirPods Pro 2. Because when she travels, she doesn't want to have to recharge her AirPods in flight. Um, but she refuses to turn on the uh, conversation awareness because I think she doesn't want to hear me talk. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a you know I I I am not tempted to buy new AirPods because they always fall out of my ear. So I use them on occasion, but you know when I want to hear spatial audio or something. But you know what I did buy, and we'll talk about it another time after I have more time to play it. I I bought this. I don't know if you've seen uh, the YouTube vids and other people talking about it. There's a thing called Moondrop Space Travel. That's the name. The name of the company is Moondrop, and the I think the the earbuds are called Space Travel. Twenty five dollars, twenty five US dollars. Yeah, and uh, you would think it's the best thing since sliced bread if you listen to some of the YouTubers rave about <laughs> of it. Of course, and so. Although you didn't recommend it, and you know, generally you are the cause of much of my um, monetary depletion. <laughs> Although you did not recommend it, I said, well, I got to try this thing, you know, for $25, mm-hmm. even I can afford it. And so I bought a pair from Amazon and uh, well, I said, well, I'll talk about it more later, but it's, it's what you can do for $25 is sort of amazing. Um, you know, you can, you can buy two. So if you lose one, it's like, eh, well, <laughs> you know. I lost a nice lunch, but I didn't lose like, you know, several nice lunches. Mm-hmm. Neat. Ah, and the next thing, I, I've been wanting to buy one, but <laughs> anyway, go ahead. <laughs> so the Withings Body Scan Smart Scale, uh, $400. So that is the big <laughs> hurdle that you have to get over with it. Oh. But it did make me feel a lot better when I got back from my Christmas travels and found that while my weight had gone up, 10 pounds Ooh, ah. in a week and a half, um, <laughs> my my body composition was exactly the same. Oh, that's so I was picking up muscle as well as fat, as well as a lot of water. I, you know, and that's why I kind of suspected it was anyway, was a lot of water retention. Uh, and so just for peace of mind and comparison facts, I've been quite happy with the, the body scan. And the Withings ecosystem integrates nicely with Apple Health. It integrates with the other things I use. So uh, that's been a it's been a good improvement of quality of life. So all three of those things this year: the watch, the AirPods Pro two, the Body Scan Smart Scale, which all three of those I got in the last, I guess, uh, three months. Yeah. Have, well, the AirPods two Pro two, the upgrades in that time. So yeah. I've been I've been happy technology wise. I don't know how twenty twenty four is really going to beat them. Yeah, and you know the Withings body uh, body scan. You know, again, that price is the real, real uh, roadblock for me. But I I also looked at the 
the just the, the weight scale that Withings has. And unfortunately, I think Amazon doesn't sell it. And I think you have to order hmm. directly from Withings. And Sam's Club, uh, you know, the, the warehouse discount store, mm-hmm. carried it every now and then. But every time I picked up the little tag to go buy one, they said, oh, we just sold out. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I do have a Bluetooth scale, but it's been a little flaky in terms of uh, its pairing. So, I am looking for one. Well, that's a that's a great set of picks. I'm not too surprised because you've been talking about those glowingly for you know last couple of months mm-hmm. at least. So, well, so my picks might surprise you. My my first pick was the Google Pixel Tablet, and you know I am a diehard iPad fan, but the Google Pixel Tablet is. Despite it's, it has a few things it's lacking, like it can't do an external display and things. But despite you know its shortcomings, and there are several, it's it's really a good Android tablet. I mean, I've been looking for a good Android tablet for years, as you might know, John. And this is this is a good one. I, I like it. I think it's on sale now for like it was four ninety nine with the the speaker dock, and I think it's now it's three ninety nine or something. So it's a pretty good deal. The thing that I'm surprised that I like most about it is what Google said I would like most about it. I just said, meh. And they said, you're you're really going to like a tablet that's always charged. And I said, well, you know, my iPads last a good chunk of the day. It's not a big deal. But I have to say, when my iPad battery is a little low, I just grab the Pixel. I know it's always charged at, you know, 89, 90% adaptive charging. And it runs pretty much everything I want. So it's, you know, great. Um... I will add that having a, uh, I forgot, I got to remember to re- make, check if my styluses are, having a USI 2.0 stylus for it really helps, depending on the kinds of things you do. The other thing I should note is um, Adobe Podcast Enhance, which is, um, there's a free version. You're limited to, I think, 30 minutes per session or 60 minutes total to enhance uh, podcast recordings, which is what we do. And it works really well. I have I used to sometimes spend a lot of time trying to fix audio problems in podcasts. You know, if there's some, if somebody's volume was off or something like that, or I got a lot of uh, distortion on one end, like you're, you've got a little distortion this morning, but it's not a big deal because I know it will be fixed. And honorable mention to something that includes it that's currently in beta, Adobe Podcast Studio, which is currently in a beta format, I think. I should go check it, see if that's true. Even though we've had a lot of problems, including I think one where we lost nine minutes and I, I recreated it mm-hmm. like an old time baseball program to you know, see what John yep. said for nine minutes, mm-hmm. <laughs> but recorded the rest. Um, having it has really, and I really haven't done anything except on a MacBook, but in theory, I can record a podcast anywhere. And previously, you know, I had to use Audio Hijack Pro, which only runs on Mac. Uh, which means I couldn't use a Chromebook. I couldn't use, you know, an iPad. I couldn't use Windows. And now, although I haven't done that yet, I can. So uh, I think when it goes into production mode, when it leaves beta, I'm going to you know, pay my hard-earned $100 a year to subscribe to Adobe Express Premiere or Premium, which will include uh, Adobe Podcast Enhance without the 30-minute limitation and will let me continue to use Adobe Podcast Studio. So and next up, is uh, basically Gen Gen AI large language models. I mean, holy moly's Google Bard, Microsoft Bing Chat, Copilot, and something I just discovered the other day because Microsoft partnered with them, Suno.ai, which creates songs based on text input. (laughs) It does a pretty credible job. 
Um, I should know, John, I don't know if you, you saw the announcements, but Microsoft Copilot, which is not that different from Bing, Bing Chat, but Microsoft mm-hmm. Copilot is now a separate app for both Android and iOS, iPad OS. So I installed hmm. that. I'll have, to, I'll have to take a look at that. I have not looked into it yet. Yeah. Um, and next up in my list is something you recommended to me, uh, the Fomimo thermal printer. Uh, to print labels, not not you know not like eight by ten or eight by eleven, um, but uh, boy, John, you know I was really hesitant to buy one. And in fact, I think I bought a cheaper one than yours, a less you know lower end model, uh, just to save some money. Um, I think it was only like thirty or forty dollars the model I bought versus the seventy I think you spent. But it is one of the most useful things I've I've gotten this year in terms of I don't use it every day, but. Boy, when I need to pump out some labels, multi-line labels, it's it's a winner. And in fact, I ended so, up getting other thermal printers because of that. I had uh, basically combined the two things that you are mentioning uh, three or four times this last uh, week. Where well, it was actually before we left, uh, I would need to make a gift tag for a gift, huh? and I would use generative AI, usually Microsoft Bing Chat, to create a. Uh, poem or a little uh you know thoughtful message or generate a picture or whatever and then print it out on the thermal printer and slap it on a bag or slap it on a box or uh, anything like that it was really quick and easy uh to to make some very what looked like thoughtful uh you know uh, more than just scrawling with a sharpie marker on something to so and so so yeah, uh, I those that little thermal printer came in handy. I kept it with me when we traveled. I used it once or twice while we were traveling. So it's it definitely surprised me with its usefulness. Yeah, um, it's I I didn't think you know when, you, when you're raving about it, eh, it sounds like a good idea. Maybe I'll buy a cheaper one, and I'm so glad I did because it has been very handy. You know, the other day I I went down to my former office, as you might recall, I retired end of 2022. Three of the folks that worked for uh, some of the groups that I managed back in the day also are retiring, actually retired by now. Last, their last day was Friday. So I went in to see them and I you know, got some, some retirement gifts and I didn't want to write labels because my handwriting is illegible anyway. Um, and so I used a thermal printer to print out some you know, little thank you tags that stuck right onto the little tags uh, on the gift bag. And it, it, it was great. It was readable and... <laughs> <laughs> neat looking and just a wonderful thing um the final thing i in the you know the pro pro category is the vi- various wireless uh lavalier microphones that i i, I tested uh, for recording in person in field podcasts this year not all of them are good in fact there's one that's almost unusable but um things like audio podcast enhance uh, adobe's audio podcast enhance really really makes it usable in terms of doing post-processing to fix the audio quality and mostly volume issues. So that was that was a revelation. I'm sort of tempted to spend more money on a, a really good lav mic pair, um, you know, which is like 10 times more than what I've spent for any given microphone so far. So I, I'm still thinking about it uh, as I do, you know, more mm-hmm. in-person podcasts. But I don't do it often enough to really justify it yet. But I'm thinking about it. Okay, let's get into our looking forward to the 2024 good and bad. So the bad is streaming services. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I just got an email from Amazon the other day, and I'm an Amazon Prime subscriber, um, mostly for ordering stuff, to be honest, for the shipping and the fast shipping and so forth. But, you know, the video, Amazon Prime video has been a real plus, and I've kind of gotten used to it. They have a little pre, pre-pended advertisement in the beginning of videos, but nothing in between. But starting January, where's my note? January 29th of 2024, you will be getting commercials to all Amazon Prime videos unless you pay an additional $2.99 a month. So, uh, you know, annoyed. And I'm already seeing, you know, commercials and, but only pre-pended, not in between, um, you know, in, in Disney Plus and Hulu used to have it in between until I coughed up the extra money to stop that. But that was okay. I knew they were going to do that. Uh, also, Hulu folded into Disney Plus. So if you have the combo account for, Disney Plus, Hulu, and optionally, an option to the option, uh, ESPN. Uh, you just need one app to watch videos now. You don't have to have Hulu and Disney Plus. Um, and that's a good thing, you know, having everything in one, especially since Hulu always logged me out. Uh, on the other hand, Hulu has terrible subtitling for foreign language videos, but I, I don't know why. But it, it was okay. But once it fooled in Disney Plus, the subtitling is not in phase, which is weird. Um, the Discover Channel folded into Max, which is formerly HBO Max. And this, the saddest thing about that, of course, is Max is a terrible name. I mean, not for a person, but for a service because it's so generic. HBO Max is much more, you know, <laughs> searchable and easy to remember. And now there's talk about uh, Warner Brothers Discovery, which is, you know, owns HBO Max or Max, merging with Paramount Plus, which I also subscribe to. So, eh, I don't know, John. You don't subscribe to as many streaming services i do but i know you do you have several i subscribe to hulu with ads disney plus netflix and uh apple tv plus because it comes with the apple bundle and yeah amazon prime video so i am so far stayed away from some of the others uh although i've been tempted but it is it's a weird ecosystem with streaming. We're on the expansion, and then we'll probably go through another contraction, and then we'll be on a yeah. and then you know, just the roller coaster that we've seen for a while with this. Yeah, the financial analysts I've been listening to on um, on YouTube, you know, basically clips from CNBC and those kind of people, uh, all saying basically no one except Netflix is making money, which is why we're seeing some of these these mergers and contractions and you know, fees and commercials. So, uh, well, you know, I, I subscribed to this because I didn't want to see commercials. <laughs> <laughs> you specifically did not want this, and now you have it. <laughs> now I have it. Um, the other thing I'm really looking forward to is the iPad, well, the rumored iPad Mini 7 or whatever they call it, because I am a huge fan of the iPad Mini. I've Bought the four, five, and six. Mm-hmm. I had a one and two. I guess the only one I skipped is three, uh, because they come out so infrequently. They're not, they don't come out every year like iPad, you know, regular size or iPhone. So I I didn't feel bad buying pretty much all the models. They only come out at once in a blue moon. Mm-hmm. So you, your thoughts, your thoughts about iPad? Well, oh, you got rid of yours. So right? I have an iPad Mini six. Oh, you do. And okay. actually, I'm planning on a little bit of an experiment to. Uh, See if I can use it instead of my iPad Pro, because my wife's iPad Pro is a year older than mine, and it's starting to have some battery issues. Uh-huh. So I think I'm going to give her my old, my 2018 iPad Pro 11-inch, 
and I've bought a keyboard case for my iPad Mini 7, uh, and I'm going to see if I can kind of do that for a month or two. Yeah, and if uh, that works, I might just have the Mini 7 and not have a, a full-size iPad which, Pro 11 or 12. Which keyboard case did you buy? Uh, I will look it up on Amazon as we're sure. talking because it was just yeah. a, a well-rated case uh, on Amazon. It's not like a lot or I don't even know what they make. No, it's, it was a $50, you know, wonder in a sense. Yeah, that's a good price actually, though, you know, because they're much cheaper... Case that we're, the the reason I'm wondering is one of the reasons I have not gotten a dedicated keyboard case for any of my iPad Minis ever. I think is because I think I tried a similar size keyboard with not an iPad but with a seven inch Windows seven um, tablet, and the uh, keys that keypad was just so small, you know that I uh, you know I, and I I use Mini keyboards all the time. So I was just really surprised that not surprised, but I was just really eh. I'll just carry a separate, you know, seventy-five uh, percent or sixty-five percent keyboard size, which is you know wider than the iPad Mini. And so I've been carrying an Anchor keyboard, Mini keyboard, no no num no num <laughs> no number pad, just a keyboard. Um, and it's been great. You know, it's very typable. I I find I I really like it. So I am going to look at the link that you are providing. Yeah, and so I will. Uh, I should get this midweek and can give yeah. my uh, thoughts well, on nice. it. But it uh, it swivels and it's yeah. got a trackpad and it looks like the Apple Pencil can still fit at the top of it. So yeah, I, uh, I figure I'll oh. try it out and see if that works. Because I use my iPad Mini a lot for reading, and I don't want I want a keyboard case that's always on it, but I also want one that kind of will fold nice, sure, not uh, not get in the way. So sure. I, I, I'm scrolling down the page, and I do notice that uh, Amazon has a little yellow-orange box that says this is a frequently re frequently returned item. I suspect a lot of people buy it and find the keyboard's too narrow for them. That's my guess. I actually suspect it's because they uh, they use a, the, they don't have the right iPad Mini. Because uh, <laughs> it's very clear that there's uh, the, this one's for the iPad Mini 6. And if you think about it, the Mini 6 is the first one that looks different than the Mini 1 through 5. Yeah. Because it's the first one without a home button. So I, I suspect that's why it gets returned a lot. But uh, we will see. I should have it midweek. And I can uh, I can give my impressions of it uh, in the next couple of weeks or so. Yeah. I'm really impressed by what I'm just, you know, just the pictures. I'm looking forward to seeing what you see. Because it, it says it also has a touchpad right in the center, which looks nice. And um, it's USB-C chargeable. And you would say, well, isn't everything? But, you know, I've gotten a few things that still use micro USB to charge. So it's sort of surprising that some people haven't gotten, you know, with the program, so to speak. It also rotates, apparently. Yes. So that, that was sort another thing. So that could, oh. it gives you very much netbook vibes. Yeah. And I was a huge fan of netbooks. Mm -hmm. um, so, hmm. uh, because I really just need a keyboard for taking notes in meetings or when I'm watching student presentations, I'll use the yeah. keyboard sometimes. So that's where I'm, yeah. I'm mostly hoping that the keyboard will work well for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm hopeful, too. Um, you know, I, I like I said, I'm pretty happy with the anchor that I just have stuck in a little bag with my iPad mini. So I'm not looking for one. But when the if, if and when an iPad mini 7 comes out, I'm I'm really hopeful. Oh, by the way, one of the things I'm really hoping that the iPad Mini 7 is, I'm hoping it's a pro model that supports an external display, secondary display, not just a mirror. 
Um, mm. Because I do find I've been using my iPad like my my iPad. Well, the only iPad I have is the iPad Pro M2 that supports you know an external display that's not mirrored. So basically, a second display, and that that's kind of handy sometimes. I'm I'm really enjoying having that. Um, trying to think if there's any other feature i think that's mostly that that and having stage manager uh, which doesn't really make a lot of sense on a small screen but if you have a second external display it begins to make more sense mm-hmm. so um looking forward to that and uh although i there's no way i'm going to spend 3500 dollars for apple vision pro i am looking at that you know the one i can't remember the name i should have written it down in our show notes the sub 100 um device that allegedly lets you mount your iPhone right on your screen, uh, right on its holder and see spatial videos. So I'm kind of tempted to go spend my hard-earned, you know, $90 or whatever it costs to to go get that. Um, Oh, it sounds like we have uh, some interesting ideas for next year. We'll have to see how well they work out and maybe we'll have to revisit this in 365 days or so. (laughs) Or Or less. I'm looking forward to your keyboard review in a couple of weeks. Um, I do have a couple of other things I bought over the year that I don't have in our show notes, um, or, or I got as a review item. I, I got a water purifier bottle, which is kind of interesting, which I actually tested the other day. Uh, you know, to, you're supposed to be able to take like stream water or whatever, but not salt water. Of course it does. It's not desaltination yet, but you should be able to you're supposed to take stream water and get rid of particulate matter and viruses and bacteria and stuff. So I, I need to do more testing. It did okay on a particulate matter test. I don't have a kit to test for bacteria and viruses, but, uh, and, uh, I got a couple of visa mounts, which, you know, I'm because, you know, I always had it work, but I never had it home, my monitor. So they're pretty cool. And, uh, and a bunch of hub stands, boy, I, I tell you, um, I don't know if you use a, a stand for your iPad mini or regular iPad, but I've become a real fan of, stands for my tablets so you know i just kind of prop up wherever i am in the house and i've become even a bigger fan of the ones that are also hubs which have you know hdmi out and extra usb ports and all kinds of stuff so uh, even sd card readers so big fan of those and they're becoming really reasonably priced and also the really nicely priced gan chargers you know gallium arsenide chargers they are fantastic but any rate any rate okay it's a short one for the end of the year uh, we're well. It's about thirty minutes. Not too short. And again, yeah, about our usual. Yeah, you got anything else you wanted to add, John? Before we sign uh, off, uh, everyone's had a, a good year. We will we'll be back uh, next year, aka next week. Next year. So uh, you know, but uh, you know, it's always fun to see what uh, what people enjoy. I'm sure we'll catch up with other people. I'm sure we'll also have our own hot takes on what's going on in tech for another year. Indeed, indeed. All right. So this is Moldview's Podcast 490, end of 2023. This was for Pepper. We'll talk to you next time. Talk okay.